Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? Hope things are well. Um, we're in it. We are in it right now, and we will talk about that here in a second. We will obviously talk about the weekend that was for the Maryland Black Bears, and we will talk about what's ahead. We'll also talk about some uh, commitments to Stevenson University and uh, some other things as well uh, going forward. So let's get started and get to it. Only thing to do it. Um, yeah, so the Black Bears go up to Maine. East Division final, and it was a tough road to hoe uh, for the Maryland Black Bears as they dropped the first two games by an identical 4-1 to score with identical two empty net goals uh, to add to that score for the Nordiques. So uh, breaking it down from a fundamental standpoint, it was a 2-1 game. Uh, and then two empty net goals, so count them for what they were, what they are in all actuality. But let's get to it. Uh, the Black Bears Friday night go in a lot of a uh, lot of just feeling out. Period. The first period, the first period of, the, of game one had all the scores, had all the scores as it were. Uh, the Black Bears get into a little bit of penalty trouble in the uh, early go, and Jack Hillman gets a boarding call, and that leads to a power play which saw Maine convert after just a block in front. And uh, James Philpot finds the rebound, puts it past Hans Colleen, and that's a one nothing Maine, uh, Maine lead right there. And then Maryland gets back into it. They start a, a better feeling out process. They start getting their own chances. But uh, the, the Maine Nordiques did a great job of keeping the Black Bears out of any kind of danger zone, like any kind of area which Tyreek Alton would have problems with. They pretty much kept them to the outside by and large. Uh, they converted very well, too. They used their speed a lot. They they stretched the game a whole heck of a lot uh, when it came to Maryland's defense and having a, uh, a hanging forward just waiting for an outlet pass. And transitioning out of the zone, too, they were very good on the puck when things came to it, and that led to the second goal where Luke Antonacci uh, just gets a pass from Isaiah Fox and streaks down the wing. Throws a shot that, you know, you would think nine times out of ten, Hans Colleen would uh, would get it. This was that one time. Goes over the shoulder, and uh, we got ourselves a 2 nothing main game just past halfway through of the first period. Maryland starts to strike a little bit. They get things going. Uh, start to create a little bit more uh, havoc, I guess, in the own end. Uh, draw a penalty here and there. At least wait, really in a frame they did, but before that, Josh Nixon... Able to get a turnover puck uh, from Brandon Piku, slides across the slot, puts it through Alton, and it's a 2-1 Maryland uh, deficit, cut the lead to one, and then nothing happened in the second period. Very big, like the second period of game one went super fast. No penalties, no scoring, nothing to happen in that one. A lot of feeling out, some good chances both ways. I mean, hell, Colleen came up big. It could have been a 5-1 uh, game before we got to the third period, but you know, stopped three breakaways consecutively. Uh, got his uh, blocker uh, work out there, and was able to keep the score two to one after two periods. And then the third period, uh, again, kind of a back and forth game. Each team kind of getting chances. A lot of neutral zone battles there. Uh, only a few penalties. One for a bench minor. One for a slash on Brandon Piku. Uh, evened it up, and then two empty net goals, Aiden Connolly with the first one, and then Caden Patterson with the second. That was the scoring for Friday night, 4-1, to one, the final in that one. 
Hans Colleen, 25 saves in the losing effort. And, you know, just uh, it's one of those things where you get you, you can't break into a zone. Game one's usually a big feeling out period. And they just, the, you know, Maine took it to them. All credit to them. They had a good game plan going in and they executed very well. Um, not much more you can say about that. Uh, so we move on. We won't say anything more about that. We move on to Saturday where the game plan continued to be a big deal for Maine. They kept Maryland out of the spots that the, you know the, that they would usually take and would usually provide grade-A chances. Nothing happened in there. Maryland did get out to a little bit of a quick start. They kind of got off to a quick start in the second and third period to Friday's game, too. But you know Maine was able to stave them off, and they kind of staved them off in this one, too, as uh, the Black Bears tried to push. Nothing happened. 10-7 were the shots, all things considered, after one with no scoring in that one. Uh, Maine gets on the board. 7.32 into the second, though. Isaiah Fox uh, gets a nice pass from Stephen Owen. Cross ice, down low, forehand, backhand, pass to Michael Morelli, and it's one to nothing. Just over seven minutes later, Patrick Smedlin, uh, Smedlin gets his uh, first of the playoffs. And kind of just another one of those shots where he comes down the wing and just shoots it on and somehow just goes past Morelli. One of those ones where it's just like, most of the time he'll make that save, but the, the one out of 10 chance it happens. I mean, it, it's goaltending. That's, that's the way it is. Things are going to happen. And it's a two, nothing lead for Maine going into the third and Maryland, you know, didn't do themselves any, uh, any benefit for having all, just four power plays in the first two periods. And they just could not connect on it for one reason or another, just couldn't connect. They'd got the chances. They moved the puck around. They possessed it. Uh, decently, I won't say great. Maine in the first two power plays, I want to say just uh, got the puck and just quickly got out of it. Once Maryland were able to establish some kind of connection in their zone, they got some opportunities on. Um, but I think you know it, it was it was a little difficult. It just seemed that uh, you know can't get into the inside, kept to the perimeter. Your shot choices are going to be few and far between uh, for a good shot, and then you have to you have to convert on the rebounds. But the rebounds were just going off their sticks, left, right, and center. Uh, getting clear out of the way, just happenstance. It happens with every hockey game, and you just hate that the uh, the odds uh, seem to be not in the favor of the Maryland Black Bears. They did get on the board, though, with uh, 2.59 left in the third. Brad McNeil tip shot in front for his second of the playoffs. Philip Tornquist on the uh, initial shot in, and uh, Maryland cuts the lead to one. They tried to push for a six on five with Morelli pulled, and then uh, Tristan Fasting, who was – uh, had quite the interesting face-off, uh, face-off uh, maneuver, just pushing ahead. Like literally, puck drops. He pushes ahead, almost like a rugby scrum, and then they pull the uh, puck out of there and start their breakout that way. He gets an empty netter, his third of the playoffs, and then Cannon Green, with a mere 36 seconds remaining, sealed it four to one. The final in that Morelli 21 saves on 23 shots on goal, and Maryland is down two games to nothing as they head home to the Den. It is a interesting sort that we sit here. It's an interesting situation because I think when they had to deal with the shot blocking in Johnstown, things got a little. They were able. The, the Black Bears were able to solve that a little better. Uh, I, I think Maine has worked their um, game plan to a T. They've done really well there. Uh, Nolan Howell has been very good in, in stressing what he needs to stress to these uh, players, and they've been getting it done. And Tyreek Outen, I mean, he's a he's a guy who has been 
stellar all season long. He is a guy who I think when coming into it, probably my biggest concern was how he would, uh, how the Black Bears would fare against him. He's a big goalie at six four, and you know, twenty two wins this season with two shutouts. I mean, he had he had he put up good numbers, and there's a reason that Maine was second overall in the East Division. But you can't let a good goalie get into your head. I mean, that's one of the big things you look at. You can't you can't think he's invincible because he's not. And you look at the other end, your guys, you know, kind of this a goal here and there, uh, a goal that, that's, that, you know, just happens, the one out of ten, and, you know, it is what it is. It's just the bounces. The 4-1 scoreline uh, is not indicative of what happened in that game. I think that there was frustration, sure, but Maryland wasn't out of it a three-goal deficit. That's for sure. It's just they, they, they have to find a way to break the perimeter. They have to get inside. Red Rover, Red Rover, let me come over kind of a situation right now so we sit here Thursday being game three a necessity to win because if you if you don't that's all she wrote Stu Gotts you're out of there now the Black Bears have to look at it and just uh we gotta you gotta you gotta look at game three just just one game three just win game three and then go from there then game four Friday night, if necessary. Win game four. I know you don't want to go back up to Maine. That's a hell of a trip. Johnny P could attest to that because he, he took that trip. His photos are up on the Face Off Hockey Show Facebook page. I think one of the big things is just having that mentality. you got to put together a three-game winning streak. This team has been down a lot worse. This team has gone through a 12-game winless streak. This team has been, as the kids say, down bad. But now's the time to post your dubs. I, you know, I'm trying to be hip with the kids. I got a teenage kid. I, you know, I, I'm trying to bounce things off of off of her, and it's, she's like, I don't know what you're talking about, Dad. Okay, fair enough. But anyway, you have you have to go out there and leave it all out there for three games. Leave it all out there for three. Leave. F that. Leave it all out there for game three. Then leave it all out there for game four. Leave it all out there for game five. Game by game, minute by minute, period by period, shift by shift. That's all you have to do. It's a simple game. It's a fun game. It's one of those deals that you just have to, I guess, live for the moment. Make your own moment. Make your own luck. And make it happen. You're going to be in front of a home crowd. Itching for a win. They're as, they're as I guess, nervous as you when it comes to this. Because this is the season. I, I for one, don't want this season to end. I would hate for this season to end. Not for, you know, anything else. But the, 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 the this team right here has probably been one of the funnest teams to watch in the three years. And this is a team that you kind of base all the other teams after that on. This is the building block team that you put forth and then go forward and compare the other teams after this too. Yeah, they were good, but were they 2020, 2021 good? Like that's that's the situation. This team brought so much excitement. This team had so much has so much heart. And it's going to be it's going to be a damn shame because the series ends by Sunday. Whether they're on the winning side or the losing side, it really determines on what's next. And Clint Millimock had a great 
a quote to uh, Nathan Fournier of the uh, Lewiston Sun Journal. Uh, go follow Nathan at JR Hockey Writer. He's a he's a hell of a scribe, as the kids like to call him. Um, and Clint Millimock had a great quote. He said, "You're not. You're always. You always say you aren't in trouble until you lose one on home ice. We have two at home now, and the difference is our fans are right on top of the ice. It's a great energy and atmosphere. There will be no doubt. Both teams will know they are in the playoff game based on how our fans are in our home rink. We have to use anything we can to get into the series, but our rink is a difference maker for us, especially in the playoffs. That leans on you, Black Bear Nation." That leans on you to get out there. Bring bring your family. Bring someone else's family. Bring people off the street. Get the energy in this building to hype train level. The boys need a pick-me-up right now. Pick-me-up is always nice, regardless of where you're at in life. And I would love a pick-me-up every now and again at work. You kidding me? Be great. So be loud. Be proud. Support your team down this weekend. Uh, this week here, Thursday, and uh, let's, do, let's do Friday as well. The hell with it. You know what? Thursday and Friday. Let's do a Thursday-Friday set. How about that? 6.30 East game time. You can't make it down to the den because you're too far away. Um, then uh, watch it on hockey TV. I, you know, I'll say it right now. Thursday night's going to be great. Thursday night's going to be energy. I want that energy all game long. Push it to Friday. Get that energy for Friday. Get going. Let's make it happen. Flag day's on Monday. We want to fly our flag proud. We got to make this happen. Defend the den. Play that damn clutching crab hockey. Let's get to it. It's the first of three wins. Uh, by my count, Maine only has two. Game, this ain't over yet. Nothing is over until you decide it is. Turn the other side of the coin. Stevens University has uh, some commits, more commits coming through. First, we'll start off in Oshawa, Ontario, Canada. Canada. Graham McCroy is now a Stevenson Mustang after a few years in the OJHL and then the NOJHL. Uh, he is now Maryland bound. Last season with Tim and Rocks, only 10 games in the uh, the no gel and uh, three goals and eight points on that one. Before that, he played for the Georgetown Raiders in 2019-20 with 10 goals and 36 points on the 52-game season that they had going on there. So a good center to uh, jump up into the Stevenson roster. Always good to have that going forward. Uh, you can't can't be too deep at center. Uh, that's, uh, that's a big one there. And uh, another commit, a defenseman out of uh, Westerville, Ohio, and a former member of the Lone Star Brahmas in the NAHL. It's Max Malcolm Palmer. It's Malcolm Palmer as he will take the ice next season for the Mustangs. Coming off of this season, two goals and 13 points in 50 games on the blue, uh, blue line for Lone Star. Previous to that, uh, a goal and 10 points in 37 games in the 1920 season with a plus 23 on that one. As well, he also comes from the CCHL with the Ottawa Junior Senators and the Pembroke Lumber Kings. So a big, big presence, big-ish presence, offensive presence on the blue line. 
only 5-9 in stature, but looks like he plays a whole heck of a lot bigger than that. And uh, Lone Star getting to the playoffs this year as well. So uh, be another defensive depth on uh, Dominic Dawes' roster right now. So we will have to see how this all pans out, how they'll do roster-wise, what they'll do, stacking up, and then go onward and upward from there. So congratulations to uh, Graham and Malcolm. We will uh, hope to hear from these guys a whole lot more next season when they finally hit the ice for Stevenson. To kind of put a little space in between what was going on there and a little uh, taps and head taps to the uh, Maryland Black Bears goaltender, Michael Morelli, who was named to the All-NAHL second team, All-Rookie team. That was a mouthful, but we'll go from there. So the second team, All-Rookie NAHL team for Morelli, as well as being the uh, East Division All-Rookie team, as well. Also joining him, Sean Kilcullen from the Black Bears on the blue line. He gets an all-rookie uh, East Division nod as well. So uh, hardware rolling in for the Maryland Black Bears as we just get started for hardware season. Everything else will be uh, announced later. And of course, check the uh, uh, Chesapeake Hockey Week uh, Twitter, Chesapeake HW Pod, for more in that instance. And we'll be uh, any kind of Maryland uh, sort of news. We will go ahead and pass that along there. Also some great moments is uh, Blake Montgomery being selected by the London Knights. Uh, his brother Bryce plays on that team and actually made the selection uh, on draft day for that one. A nice little video message that the London Knights put out into the open on that. So that's pretty cool to have uh, these two guys on the same OHL team. And also really, uh, really making sure that People know uh, that Maryland is starting to become a hockey hockey influence, uh, even all, all the way around. Blake Montgomery, his stats uh, looking out, at least for, as far as I can see right here, thanks to Elite Prospects. Played this past season with the Skipjacks Hockey Club 16U team. Four points in three games that he had there, as well as uh, two, two goals and three points in five playoff games. Before that, played for the Philadelphia Junior Flyers 14U AAA team. Uh, three goals, nine points in 24 games on that one as well as playing throughout team Maryland coming up through the ranks uh, on that side 16 years old and uh, he is he's a guy if he's this I'm, you got to figure same pedigree as uh, as his brother he's a he's a big kid already 62 at 16 you look at his brother who is currently 18 years old and 65 to 20 this kid's going to fill out and be a big power forward there and, of course, they come from a uh, pretty solid lineage there with their father playing three years of D3 in uh, in St. Mary's University, uh, Matthew Montgomery there later on. So we got that going for us. Shout out to Blake Montgomery for uh, being selected. Uh, pretty awesome honor. And to uh, hopefully play alongside your brother here in the next season or two uh, moving ahead. So that's a, that's a pretty awesome moment. It's really awesome that the London Knights – uh, put that out there. So really cool, really cool moment. And some somber news to uh, end this podcast. And yeah, hate to hate to do something like that. But uh, the Maryland hockey area lost a uh, lost a player this week as uh, Noah Blonder passed away in a car accident this past weekend in Severna Park. Around 5 a.m., uh, there was a crash uh, off of BNA Boulevard in Severna Park. A Civic 
crash into a second vehicle uh, on the uh, 700 block of B&A Boulevard, and the passenger was pronounced uh, deceased at the scene, and that was uh, Noah Blonder. Uh, Blonder played for the uh, for he's a Mount St. Joe alum, so obviously that uh, for the Mount St. Joe community it, it hits hard. Um, he played through the Howard Huskies, the Maryland Selects, Team Maryland. Um, and the Philadelphia Junior Flyers in their 18U program. He played a couple games with Team Maryland in their EHL uh, debut season, uh, recorded one assist in eight games, and uh, I believe was going on to uh, uh, to the Marine Corps and working in the Marine Corps um, before this happened. So to the, uh, the, the family and friends of Noah Blonder, um, thoughts with you. And uh, it's never, never good to see a young kid pass like this, and especially one to the community, the uh, Maryland hockey community like this. And that uh, it affects a lot of people who know him, know him and have uh, crossed his path. And a lot of good things have been said about him uh, moving forward into this. So, um, yeah, that is that. And rest in peace, Noah. Um, Thank you uh, for the impact you made in your short time, and uh, here's uh, here's to you. And that'll do it. Uh, we have uh, done another Chesapeake Hockey Week. You can find us on the web at uh, Chesapeake HW Pod on Twitter and on Facebook. ClutchingCrabHockey.com is the website. Uh, I put up the not only the reviews from this past weekend, but also the uh, the, uh, the supplemental draft happened this weekend as well. I have a little write-up there uh, on that as well if you want to read through uh, the selections for the uh, the Black Bears uh, about Yuna Hardy, uh, Carter Primo Self, and Zane Dempsey. So that is up there as well. You guys have a wonderful rest of your week and into the weekend we will be back next week rain or shine we will make this happen uh you guys go out there cheer to your heart's content make it worth it play that clutch and crab hockey and i will see you next week peace <laughs>